Welcome back to Wrestling with Ski. Hopefully you had a good Christmas. I know I did. But there was a lot of wrestling that happened over that time. Between Christmas Eve shows to Christmas Day shows. And then Raw from the Machine last night. So a lot to cover and we'll get to all of it. And how I felt about it all after a quick word for our friends at Anchor. Welcome back to Wrestling with Ski. Thankfully, the third time was indeed the charm with that working and not freezing up on me. And I hope everyone had a good Christmas, a good weekend. Yeah, I got to do some stuff, enjoy time with people. As yeah, you know, it's still seemingly being pushed as a difficult thing to do. But hopefully your Christmas was still good and enjoyable. And you got to see loved ones and, you know, just kick back and relax for a couple of days because everyone, everyone needs to sit down and just, you know, chill. In my opinion, at least, you know, everyone just needs to chill. But there was some wrestling both Christmas Eve and then on Christmas night. And then even last night from the machine. So hey, I could, you know, talk about that today as well. And I mean, because of all the COVID stuff, you know, people that are keeping home, you know, just <clears throat> apparently out of you know sheer caution, you know, some of them. So the pay per view could still happen. Just you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but we'll see. But because of that, I mean, it really did seem like. A lot of just wasted time, really. I mean, I think it's the best way to put that. It seemed like a lot of time that they were trying to kill on the machine shows because uh, they're not having the same problems on AEW. And they also don't have a pay-per-view on Saturday night, so I get it. But a lot of time killing. There was still some good stuff in there. I mean, there were some good interviews, some good talking, good segments. But... You know, it seemed like they killed a lot of time because they couldn't have a lot of, you know, the big people there. So, you know, you could really see it on Raw. Like, that was that was really, really just not good in any way. But now because they did SmackDown on Friday and then, you know, Rampage was on Christmas night, I have to talk about the machine, then Rampage and back to the machine. But... Try to do my best to stay in a positive, happy, pleasant mood. As we do it, um, and it wasn't bad. Again, I mean, we got you know the usual recap from the week before, and really the recaps from recap, uh, yeah, the recap, recap. There we go. Third time's a charm again from the week before, which most of them are always you know everything that happened between Heyman, Roman, Brock, the Usos were there, like. All of that normal stuff, which again, we're still, you know, nicely done. And the interview that, you know, Paul did with Caleb Braxton, which was different than the normal ones. And, you know, she sneaks up on him. Put some air quotes around there. She sneaks up on him. But I thought it was really, really good. Uh, He could still do, like, he still does it better than a lot of people that try to. And it comes to, you know, hey, man, but. I mean, all of us, I'm pretty sure, can agree. I have a pretty hard time believing that uh, we're not going to see him at day one on Saturday. Yeah, there's just this thing inside of me that's like, yeah, that's it's not happening. Like, he's going 
to be there. Um, it just wouldn't make sense for him not to be in this situation. Now, is it all a swerve to get Brock? Is he going to help Brock? Yeah. And then again, Roman takes off some time before the rumble to come in, just slaughter everybody and go on to mania. I mean, don't know who, I mean, like that's just theories, pure ways they could do it, but I can't believe that he won't be there. Like I just have a very hard time believing that to any degree of any imagination that Paul won't be there. There's wouldn't be with those two guys there. Paul will more than likely. He has to be there. He could prove me wrong on Saturday night. You know, sure we'll see him on Friday night even, but you know, it'd be really, really weird to not have him there. But again, depending on everything they're doing, how many people miss Raw for the go home for the show Saturday night for day one? You know, t- champions, all kinds of stuff like. What are they going to do about, you know, how many champs are actually going to be on SmackDown is another good question. We will find out, but Raw was missing a lot of people. So, you have abundance of caution, which I don't blame. I mean, buildings ready to go. They're ready to go. The special guests are ready to go. I mean, so I fully understand why they're, you know, doing it. But, yeah, just wait and look, see how Friday, see what happens. Uh Charlotte defended the title against Tony Storm. Again, it was a good match for what it uh, was, what it could be, um, how they want Tony to be, you know, portrayed. His emotional, you know, over emotion. Jesus, my English is bad today. And and all that. Um, And since the match, I've heard rumblings that there wasn't supposed to be the end or some, like, both shoulders were down type thing. Um, Again, lots of rumors. There's rumors everywhere about all kinds of stuff, but I'm sure it's not over. And we all know that Charlotte's going to have a match at day one. Like it just seems weird if they'd have the pay-per-view without her there. So she'll be there. I'm sure it's going to be them again one more time. We'll see. Nothing's promised, but pretty sure they're going to clear all that up come Friday, if not earlier posting it on social media to clear all that up and get her a match because again it's charlotte at a big pay-per-view like much they're pushing this find it very hard to believe that they're not going to have her at day one so and if it is against tony storm just give them enough time to actually you know do the damn thing whoever it's against let them have the time to do it and do it proper and put on a good match because they have the talent there on the roster. It's just actually letting them have the opportunity to actually show what they can do. And when normally when they you know let people show what they can do, it actually tends to work out really, really you know, good in their favor. So, and it's Charlotte. She'll make it look, I mean, you could tell. And Charlotte is that good. I don't hate her for that, but. A good way to test everybody. Does she have to be champion to it? No, but is it a good way to test everyone? Yeah, because if the match sucks, it's probably not Charlotte's fault, just in case anyone didn't know that. But we had Woods Kofi and you know Drew backstage with all that silliness that led to the main event. You know, shocker, eggnog was dumped on 
Corbin's head. And they had all the normal spots in the main event. I will say that, yeah, King Woods doing that Van Daminator. I mean, RVD makes it look so much better when he did it, but that Van Daminator type thing, the chair, you know, I believe it was Ju. So that was a nice, that was a nice little touch there. I appreciated that, but it's still had all the normal stuff you'd expect in a miracle on 34th Street fight because they had to put that name in there. So, you know, it's Christmas Eve. And again, look how many people name. I mean, we didn't have, you know, Brock, Roman, the Usos. Like, there's a lot of people that weren't at the show. I mean, they weren't tag team champs, weren't, again, being the Usos, they weren't there. Um, a lot of people that weren't. So, for what they could do for a holiday show, they got out of what they could. And I will say that the gauntlet match, even though we all knew who was going to win it when they made the thing and they announced it, and half the people in there were like, yeah, they're not winning. They're not winning. They're not winning. They still put on, I mean, a pretty good, you know, match. And before it started, we got to see Boogs and, you know, Rick Boogs and Shinsuke head to the ring to be at ringside for it. Uh, we got to see a vignette with uh, Zaya Lee. Lee, which I believe she talked pretty good. Uh, talked better than a lot of people. Like I thought there was something good. Uh, we're not going to physically see her after her debut, you know. At least have her do a vignette, you know, stuff like that. Just so you're still seeing her. Because they built it up for weeks, you know. And then suddenly, just poof, gone. Like the next week, we didn't see her at all. So it was good to see it. And I thought she did a pretty good job there. Because she didn't get a lot of those opportunities. Um now in NXT, saw a lot of her begging for matches and losing, and then the, yeah, the, the training thing. Her and Boa just getting mauled, and then she didn't really talk after that. Yeah, she was just out there kicking ass. So it was good to see her do that. And you know, the gauntlet match wasn't bad. I mean, unless you're Mansoor, you know, who pretty much is unless they're playing, you know, doing a show doing anything yeah they're over saudi arabia otherwise you know he, he doesn't really do anything um no offense to him he doesn't sure as hell doesn't win he was one of those we knew he wasn't gonna win but i mean he got eliminated by you know angel garza angel Gar whatever the hell he is now uh who then also eliminated eric the viking raiders who again i mean really who didn't see that coming i mean no one can say they didn't see members of the Viking Raiders not winning to get a shot at the Continental title. I mean, duh. Shanky eliminated Garza. Shanky held 19 feet of him. Ivar ended up eliminating Shanky. Again, no one thought Shanky was going to win. No one thought, you know, Ivar or Eric was going to win. Seamus eliminated Ivar. Shocker. Dulak, with how much talent he has and everything, it's really sad to see that he literally hit the ring just to get broke and it's over, but Hopefully, it means oh, just let him go somewhere else. But the guy's super talented. We all saw that. Uh, another shocker, Ridge Holland caused a distraction. So, which causes Sheamus to eliminate Cesaro. Shocker. Ricochet eliminated Sheamus after Cesaro took out Ridge Holland at ringside again. Shocker. Those three, you know, they're still doing it. I'd like to see what they mean. Maybe they'll have match between them on Saturday. I don't know. But, yeah, keep doing it. We know it. Again, Cesaro and Sheamus can do, so I'll see all that. But, I mean, Sheamus, after he loses, bro kick and ricochet, who then managed to still, you know, pin Umberto. Again, I just don't get it. They push, you know, Los Lotharios, and then they 
made them just lose and look like idiots after. But again, uh, Ricochet quickly eliminated Jinder Mahal, who, again, like no one thought Jinder was going to win the match. Yeah. Ricochet, we're like, okay, there's a shot. But you see, Shane, this all right. Yeah, that's going to turn to that. Eric and Ivar, no. Shanky, no. You know, Ricochet was the only one where you're going, well, there might be a chance. If they're going to do it with anyone, it'll be him. But, I mean, we all knew they set up the match for Sammy to win. I thought that him and Ricochet actually had put on a really good match and they had the time to do it because that was really, like, one of three matches for the whole entire night. Yeah, two-hour show, they had three matches. Shocker. But... Yeah, I thought Sammy and Ricochet actually did a really good job and it saved the whole night between all the ridiculousness and all the people they couldn't have, you know, that weren't there and everything else. Um, they weren't at live events either. Again, yeah, erring on the side of caution. I don't blame them. I mean, you got all this built up and then what happens if you suddenly, like, can't do it? Like, that would be a big old sandwich for them to have to try to eat. So... I do get that, but Sammy and Ricochet was great. Uh, saved the night. Uh, and we'll see how they go with Sammy and Shinsuke for the Intercontinental title, because that's when all this you know, conspiracy stuff really started yeah, taking off for Sammy to get him where he is now. Um, does he need the title? No. Could he do good with it? Yes. And we all know what Sammy's capable of. You've been watching him. Like He's super, super talented. So let's see what they do with it. But that really did. That saved Friday night for me. Um, was that gauntlet match, even though we all knew the outcome? I mean, please comment, text me, message me on Facebook. I don't, just, or anywhere. Just find a way to get a hold of me and tell me if you did not see that coming. I don't understand how you couldn't see that coming. But if you didn't somehow, please reach out. I don't can't think of anyone or know how anyone didn't see it coming. Actual time to be kind of impossible if you didn't see it coming, but overall, not a bad night. I mean, for what they could do with it, they did do a good job with, you know, some of the stuff with the gauntlet match. So that saved it all. Rampage. I mean, which isn't necessarily known for being the greatest show ever. And a lot of people like I know don't even watch, like they'll watch dynamite, but they won't watch rampage. And a lot of the time you really can't blame them. I mean, there's a lot of just like, what the hell was the point of that kind of stuff going on there with one good match. But I'd say it was actually not that terrible of a night. I mean, jungle boy with Luchasaurus and Christian cage out there defeated Isaiah Cassidy with, you know, the Hardy family office people around there, you know, doing all their thing, you know, it was a good match for what it was and being on rampage it was not a bad match at all to me and uh jungle boy won with the snare trap shocker you know i know because we all didn't see him winning especially with the snare trap and all that you know but it was still a good match for what it was again it was on rampage i always go into rampage with lower you know expectations I'm sure there's a lot of people that do a lot of people i know that don't even watch it but wasn't that bad i mean that was a good match uh i dig the vero Vero Miro vignette. See, my brain's just all over the place today. I dig that. You know, I'm getting to see him do more talking and stuff. You know, then he got to in the machine. I mean, he, they really I mean so they had Lana and then they had, you know, what's his name after the VOD villains broke up? You know, they had him. Like, there was all kinds of let's see, he just didn't talk a lot. I mean, he did talk sometimes, but 
it just wasn't you know so i dig it i dig him talking uh the shocker of the night was hook defeating bear bronson i mean no one saw that one coming with all the hook chants and everything i mean like and he did look good. I mean, they made him look really good. They made him look strong. I mean, he was flinging dude all over the place, which is good, which is what you need to do to him when he is, you know, this early, in, I mean, really, really early in his career. And he won with the Tasmanian Shocker, but I really want to see what they're going to do with Tony Nese. Like they showed him watching from the crowd, which means there has to be something between the two of them. And with what Tony Nese does, I mean, that might be a possibility for hook to show off you know some of the stuff he could do like that i mean but i think it could be a hell of a matchup uh but hopefully they didn't just put it out there just to put it out there i hate it when they do that stuff literally like there's no reason for it so yeah it was good though like the whole thing was you know good um again he showed his strength showed some more stuff but He's so young, so it's what you expect. I just want to see what they're going to do with him and Tony Nice. Uh, Chris Statlander defeated Layla Hirsch. I thought it was a pretty good match, again, for being on Rampage. Not bad. I mean, never realized Chris Statlander was like 93 feet tall. Maybe it's just the lady she was against, but took that away. Statlander wins by the submission. You know, she walks out, just shoulder checks her, and you know, walks by her instead of shaking her hand. You know, they do the normal stupid, so we'll see what they do with all that. But, you know, it's still a good match. Um, and then Cody... You know, Rhodes defeating Sammy Guevara for the TNT yeah, championship. Become the first ever three-time champ in AEW. Uh, I thought it was, regardless of how I feel about the outcome, I still thought it was a great match. Like, especially for a rampage. I mean, I thought they put together a really, really good main event. Now, um, do I think it was right or necessary for Cody to suddenly just get the title, you know, shot and get the title after some of the stories that, you know, they say he won, even though he lost the first two matches and won the end, like just out of nowhere, like, Hey, he's there. Um, no. Do they love to suddenly throw stuff together? Or it's just like, okay. Yeah. Um, I think Sammy was doing a good job with the title. Yes, I did. We'll see what Cody does with or what they're going to do with him character wise. But I mean, or Sammy just need time off. I don't know. But did I think Cody was the person that should have beat him? No. Now he's a three-time TNT champion. This is the first ever time they've had a three-time champion at all in AEW. And I really just don't think he needed it. You know, anyone else could have done that. And I think a lot of people would be okay, but Cody did not. He didn't need it. Sorry. I mean, I'm not really sorry, but it's still a good match, regardless of how you feel about any of that, Cody winning, any of that stuff. I also thought it was a great match. Cody's back still looks like hell. So, you know, all those bumps and everything had to feel delicious. But, you know, to see him win, you know, it is what it is. But the match before it was still great. Uh, to see what they're going to do with Sammy next or, you know, Cody next with the Men of the Year, American Top Team, any of them. And I think Cody can hold his own and do it. It's just, you know, did he really need to get the title? I just, I don't think so. I think Sammy was doing a good enough job. I don't think Cody needed it. I don't think he actually needs the damn title or he hasn't won anything. Lots of losses, but uh, still a good match. 
still a good night overall for it being a rampage. Because, you know, the matches didn't suck. And that always helps. And there's very little talking during all of it, which is even better. So kudos to them for that. Uh, brought us on to the machine, sadly, Monday Night Raw. Which, I mean, we all, I was talking about people missing. I mean, out of the Fatal 4-Way main event, KO is the only one there. Uh, Becky and Liv weren't there. Like There was a lot of people that were not there. And you could tell, because they maybe didn't see Queen Zelina. We didn't see Rhea. For whatever, I mean, there was a lot of just, uh kind of stuff going on there's some good stuff in there though i mean rk bro starting out the show yeah riddle doing his thing this party hat uh and gable when he's getting to the ring he can talk granted getting cheap heat he's talking trash about people that choose to live in detroit i mean i know people that live very close to detroit but they really don't have anything nice to say about the city anymore but uh yeah cheap heat's always good and i did like riddle's line about him being a man of higher education because well we all know where he was going so that was a good chuckle and uh real defeating gable i mean it was a quick match it was a good match i mean for as quick as it was and riddle still has one of his, his knee is just the knee strike is beautiful uh which led us to randy finally you know hitting an rko and he got a draping ddt on otis to win that match which again they weren't the greatest things in the world but it did kill a whole lot of time, a few segments there, which they really seemed they needed, you know, to do and help doing. But I don't know what that's going to do for the Alpha Academy either. Now that they both lost in singles competitions to both of them. Like, what are they going to do with that? Because again, I think, you know, Otis now on this side of it, you know, from the happy guy with the money in the bank lunchbox and like, like from the transition he's done is amazing. And we all know how I feel about Gable. I don't know what they're going to do about it now that they lost both to both of them in singles competition, but I'm sure they'll do something. I'm sure we're going to figure it out. We just have to get through day one, which is Saturday night. So uh, Big E's recorded video is good, not great, you know, but it's the usual stuff. Uh, KO did a better job, and he responded, I think. Then Big E did any change interviews named to Bert, which whatever. Uh, more wasted time, like Reggie and Dana Brooke defeated R Truth and Tamina, and all I took away, like what was Reggie wearing? Uh, we had another week. This is like the eighth, twelfth, forty seventh. I don't know week in a row where we get to see Veer Mahan coming soon. Before the match started again, like shocker, coming soon. The time at least I think he smirked a little. Like time to like get that over with already. Um, and the match was a giant waste of time. Reggie and Dana Brooke win. Truth and Tamina are getting along so well. You know, it was just a waste. Um, Nikki got interviewed by Megan, who I hate, but uh, challenged Queen Zelina and Carmella for a rematch for the tag titles. Carmella later accepts, which she cuts in the middle of, you know, AJ and stuff. But, yeah, she did do that. Uh RK Bronemid Finals, Street Profits Feed the Mysterios. Before we got to see that, you know, we had a flashback to 2020 and all the stuff between Roman and Heyman. Uh, but that was a hell of a match between the Mysterios and 
Street Profits, and I'm okay with the Street Profits winning. I think that made more sense and is better off than the Mysterios. Just the Street Profits. I mean, they just got, you know, they're talking about their team. They're together. They've won tag titles everywhere in the company, and they're super talented, and I'm okay with them getting victory. I think it was the right move to do. You could correct me, but I think it was the right move. And the real question is, what are they going to do with, you know, the whole situation? Because Randy and Riddle, I mean, they're over, obviously faces. And the profits are faces. What are they going to do with, you know, all of that? But I think it's going to be a hell of a match. And again, I think it was the right move. Cody, not so much the right move in my eyes. But having... Street Profits win that match, the number one contenders for day one. I thought that was the right move. And again, they got Otis and Gable can come out and do that, and that'll drag on you know, the Profits and the Alpha Academy. You know, they could do something there over who's going to be you know, the number one contender, which they can keep dragging out, which you know can make for, again, a lot of good matches to tell a story going forward to see who the number one contender is going to be. Like, it's going to be good stuff. So, um... I actually dug all of it. I thought it was a good move. I thought it was a really good idea. Yeah, and I thought the Profits were the right team to win out of those two. You know, some Mysterio still got right there, but the Street Profits I thought were better, and I thought they were underutilized for so long. I like, really don't remember anything about them even in the run on SmackDown, except you know, they swapped titles with the New Day. I believe they were the ones that were champions, and they went on to their own you know, shows. That was pretty much it. So even when people were healthy, so I was okay with you know, them getting it. Hopefully we'll see what they do with it. It's our build momentum, but again, they're both baby faces. So got to see what they do with that. We got a recap of all the AJ and Amos stuff. AJ hits the ring, get to see Miz backstage yelling about flowers. Bischoff's there to, you know, be the guy that, you know, sees over their renewal of their vows. AJ did a good job on the mic. And here's one of the dumber moments is when they had Grayson Waller up front yelling at him. He invites him into the ring with a the microphone. There's talking, obviously, back and forth. Uh, Grayson could hold his own. I just, like, you know, no one. I mean, that was a lot of booze going at Grayson Waller. And uh, AJ, I just think he's more polished on the mic. And I don't get, like, the whole point of it. Like, he's sitting there talking. They're doing their thing. And then enter... Apollo and Aziz, then Aziz suddenly talks, Commander Aziz, and challenges AJ to a match, and Grayson Waller just poof, he's gone like that to see you later. Like, he just scurries out of the ring, and you don't see him anymore. So what the hell was the entire point of it? Like, have him come out there, no payoff, no anything. Like, they talk for like two or three minutes, boom. Here comes Apollo. Uh, I didn't get it, but this is what his commercials, you know, there's, you know, before commercial, maybe, yeah. We get to see Carmella accept that challenge, like I said. But, yeah, they changed it to AJ Styles versus Apollo Crews during the break, and I thought it was another great match. I guess, yeah, well, comparatively. But I was really just say it was great for one thing and one thing only. Uh, since he got to NXT, I would say Apollo Crews, we can all say, is very, very, very talented amongst them all. Um, Super, super talented. Do we all – I mean – Character-wise, was he really ready? Like, no, they moved him up within like months of getting in the system. Um, and whatever his work inside the ring that, you know, he questioned, it was just the character stuff because there was no character because he was around for 12 seconds and they moved him up. But uh, 
I was happy to see him actually get to show something that he's worked and do it with AJ Styles and actually have, you know, a few minutes on TV to actually show what he could do with someone like AJ Styles. I've always thought that Apollo was, again, in the ring, he was right. He was there. It's just his character, and they moved him up to where there's no character, which is why he floundered for so long. Um, I still think the accent is stupid, but I was excited to at least get to see him in a match for more than, you know, a short little segment, including entrances and it being over with someone like AJ Styles. I thought that was really good for him and, you know, it showed what Apollo could do. And the talent that he really has. So I was okay with that. And as he's got, you know, phenomenal forearm afterwards, which we all saw was coming just with how much they showed you as he's trying to get Apollo to stand up. We all knew something was coming from behind, but that was good. Uh, Seth responded to KO. KO goes to the ring. Again, I think KO did the best of all. And MVP interrupts him. And then, you know, remember those guys I mentioned last week? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Well, MVP is there. Suddenly there's Cedric and Shelton. MVP's back. Suddenly they're gone. And then here we go. And, the, you know, Lashley can't be there. And there's Cedric and Shelton suddenly showing up, talking about how he's at his best. When they were around, there's a match. Cedric loses. It's a quick match, too. KO picked up the win there. Uh, even got a stunner on Shelton. But the big takeaway from that match was, yeah, at least Shelton got his, give me a goddamn microphone. He got his microphone. He got stunned right after, but at least he got that line in and he got stunned. I mean, that's what he wanted. He wanted the goddamn microphone. He got his microphone and stunned. And I'm sure now we're not going to see them again for a while like i don't like they had them come back they were there for like 10 seconds and then they were gone again and then lashley can't be there and there they are again it really just seemed like you're throwing something together okay well boom you're gonna be on tv again so i didn't like it that was kind of dumb but you know they do what they have to do again so many people not able to be on the show i mean there were so many vignettes video packages like we had reggie and dana brooke against our truth and to me for yeah, that should sum it all up right there. It was bad. Uh, Ziggler defeated Priest by DQ because he got him to snap out. So no title change, but see what they're going to do for, you know, day one. You know, I'm sure there's going to be something because he did win by DQ, but he did maul him outside the ring. So, you know, they're not killing each other, but he made it look good. So we'll see what they do with it at day one. Uh, before they got to do their thing, don't forget there was a video package of everything between you know, Becky and Luke Morgan because they couldn't be there either. You know. And then again, another interview from Priest earlier in the day to get another commercial break. Like there was entrance, video package, interview. Like they're, I mean, they wasted like I think three or four segments just with people entering the ring at that point just for that one match between Damian Priest and Ziggler. And they put together a good match. It's just, you know, we all knew that they were going to get him to snaps. There'd be a DQ. Like we all really knew the outcome that was coming. So I want to see what they're doing going forward. Um, let me get to that. Like the only good thing I have about uh, Miz and Maurice, even with Bischoff officiating it, um, Thank God for the brood bath at the end or whatever they call it nowadays. Um, because that that was that 
it just sucked. Um, and I think at one point you could literally hear Maurice trying to talk and they had to turn the volume up on the microphones because she was getting deafened out by the booze. There were so many. Which means I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that's going like, this is how they're building it. Like, this is stupid. Like, it was like the, what they could have done with between, you know, Edge and Miz could have been, you know, so good, but it started off, you know, started out with the possibility. And then there's the Maurice and Miz stuff. And then suddenly they're renewing their vows. And it ends like it just, for Edge being able to tell a story, it just felt like they so, so, so rushed it all to get it through and get everything done. And it's a damn shame. And I'm sure it's not going to end here. I can guarantee it's not going to be over here. But, man. Like the whole thing. Like, we're okay, cool. I mean, they started off pretty much what? Stealing Punk and NJF's thing? Like mentioning very similar things and then it just kept getting to this and you know i didn't like the whole thing yeah and they got a little better here and there some of their you know talking and all that but i mean it sucked like it really just sucks could it be so much better so at least we got you know brood bath and a whole lot of booze where you could physically at least i do i was sitting there watching it on my tv like you could barely hear. Oh no, there she is. I bet you they didn't stop booing so loud suddenly. It's just they got a louder microphone. I mean, you could hear them turning. It's like when Triple H came back from you know his first quad. I think it was first Madison Square Garden Motorhead hit. You know, you could hear them continuously moving the volume of his song because they just kept screaming and they would not stop screaming loud. So yeah, there's my good takeaways, but. I mean, they had some good matches in there on, you know, last night on Raw, but there was just so much like wasted space. Just you could tell they were wasting space and killing time. And I mean, you know, they could have filled that with you know, matches that actually meant something instead of just a million, you know, why, why'd we even do that? Like so many, you know, short, like why the hell was, did we waste our time with that, you know, parts of the show? Uh, I get it. You know, they couldn't have that many people there, so it's hard. But, I mean, the people that you do have there, let them go for a few minutes. Don't waste it all on, like, you know, 97. That's what it felt like, you know, video packages and short, pointless interviews. And then, you know, like, it takes three segments just to get to the match starting, and then it's over in, like, three minutes. Like, what the hell is the point of that? Like, you got to cut one less stupid thing out of it, and then gave him an extra like four or five minutes for that segment to actually have a match. But they choose just to waste it all on entrances, which is why people stop watching it, record it, and then they can fast forward because they know what kind of idiot. I mean, if you're on Hulu, live TV, you still have to watch the commercials for Raw, but you can fast forward through the segments because you know exactly what's going to happen. You can see they're wasting time. And yeah, that really, really sucks. So I'd say over like matches, why I have to give it to, Rampage just because there wasn't a lot of uh, time to waste inside of an hour. So they went for that one. Um, not going to give a grade to Raw just because there's so many people missing and you knew there were so many people missing. Like we also have live shows and I knew who wasn't going to be there. Um, see what they do with Cedric and Shelton. Yeah, I'm sure they're not going to be back full time again with the Hurt Business, even though 
I thought they killed it too soon. Most of us thought they killed it too soon. Really, I mean, says he doesn't need anyone's help. He fires them, and then he goes tells the whole puts a you know a contract on Drew's head and the whole for the whole locker room. Yeah, so yeah, they just did that whole thing stupid. But overall, man, I'd say they were. I mean, I'm not gonna give again. Yeah, you know, SmackDown. It is what it was. You know, it wasn't the greatest, but it wasn't the worst. Because Charlotte and Tony, I mean, they still had a good match, and Sammy and Ricochet still had a good match at the end of the gauntlet match, which you know did make up for a lot of it. I just raw. I mean, they just. I mean, Zelina wasn't there. Becky and Liv weren't there. Lashley, Seth, and Biggie weren't there. I mean, there was a lot of people that are in. Yeah, big situation, big matches for day one that couldn't be there. So you can't really hate on them for being a bad, for being, you know, for match quality and stuff that they had. But, you know, I mean, Jesus, they, they could have tried. I mean, everyone can pretty much have watched it say, like, you didn't need to have that many commercial breaks and segments just like with one person entering. And they have to wait for the other person, right? So you can go back to commercial again. Like, like stop wasting, like, and they do it every week. Like this time they get a break again, at least seven people. I just thought of right off the top of my head. Couldn't be there. So, you know, that made things a lot more difficult, but the other times, I mean, they just do it. It's such a trend of just killing time. Uh, I'm going to say that's partially why all the ratings suck, but again, that's just me. I'm mad. Don't take it to heart. But that's not helping the ratings because they do it literally every week. And I know if I'm tired of it, I'm not the only one that's tired of it. So, yeah, nothing we could do about that. But I'd say Rampage won again. Uh, again, shorter show. Uh, the matches are, you know, you know, shorter, but there's less time to waste on that show because they're trying to get, you know, so much in. It's not two hours that they're trying to kill. They're trying to get everything in there. So. I'd say they won the weekend and Raw doesn't count because of how many people couldn't be there. But I still think day one's going to be good as long as you know everything works out and no one tests like positive. Because then when that happens, you know, throw a whole giant loop into all kinds of things, which they don't need right now. But overall, I'd still say it was a good, good weekend and good things to come. No, wait. I have to see Joe Gacy and Tony D'Angelo tonight, don't I? Well, at least Dynamite, Rampage, SmackDown, and Day One are to come after that. So I guess I can get through one brain-melting experience before then. But all that being said, I appreciate the watch. I appreciate the listen. Please feel free. Again, like, share, comment, repeat. It's on the screen behind me. It's a real thing. Like, that helps me out. You know, subscribe on all the platforms. You know, follow and make sure you check every day. If you don't see the video, like, please, if you're listening to this, go out there every day because they are out there, whether they tell you or not. You can see the stuff and comment and tell me what you think. If you want to come on here, please. Anyone's always welcome to come on here and talk wrestling with me. I greatly appreciate people to come on and talk wrestling. Like, that would be lots of fun. I enjoy it when other people are here, you know. It's not just me flapping my jibs for 40 minutes, which I think everyone would think is a very good thing excellent thing 
I don't have to listen to this voice or see this big old forehead because I didn't feel like doing anything with all of this today. It's almost long enough. It's pretty much long enough to donate now. So, but I appreciate it all. Uh, I believe I will be back Thursday is the day to go over 2.0 and dynamite and talk about what hurt my head tonight and what didn't necessarily all hurt my head tomorrow because there'll be some good stuff. But back then to talk about stuff, we're going to do a day one preview show that's coming up this week and possibly a reaction show as well but haven't worked all that out yet but again thanks for watching thanks for listening please subscribe along on everything facebook youtube rumble sketcher breaker anchor pocketcast radio public overcasts spotify apple and google podcasts and share them out onto all your socials because it gets more eyes on there and ears and i appreciate you all and i'll be back on thursday so until then enjoy the wrestling let me know what you think enjoy each other's company and like always peace <laughs>